Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are served from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band, full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more info. What I would say is very unfortunate case of the uh, Jesse Smollett. The reporter out of Chicago um, that really went after this story, primarily because something smelled funny to the reporter. I I actually believe that a lot of people um, echoed my emotion and were afraid to say it, but there were a couple of guys that really went in there and did some hard-hitting journalism. And the guy, Rafer Weigel, appeared on like Shannon Bream on Fox, and I think she was on with Laura Ingram, and I think she was on, um, uh, I don't know, one, uh, one other show. I, I saw him on one other show. And they were the, you know, the, immediately you had the guys saying, why why are why is he only appearing on fox shows you know why not is why isn't he on cnn or msnbc or nbc or any of these other stations and he answered that question you know you can't hide the truth anymore because these guys all have twitter accounts and they all have whatever you know snapchat and instagram and everything else and he said the reason i went on those shows to talk about this case is because they're the only national shows that asked me to come on. Now think about that for a second. So a guy goes in and does some serious journalism and begins to uncover and probably had some really good uh, sources within the Chicago Police Department, from what I can tell, doesn't get invited on the very stations that were, oh, this is so disturbing, Oh, we can't believe this is happening in 2019 in my country. This is America in 2019. Those people were not interested in talking to uh, a local reporter. And uh, what can I tell you? N- not interested. Nobody was interested. That's that's the story. That's it in a nutshell. Local Chicago reporters who have led the way on this story really were uh, ignored until yesterday. Um, yeah, they were featured on, on Fox shows, but not on, uh, you know, CNN. But yesterday, they all jumped in and they all wanted to book these guests because now even Kamala Harris and Cory Booker are trying to backpedal. And, you know, uh, Cardi B said that uh, you don't have to do this. You know, so now it's okay to pursue um, the story. And to invite on local reporters and local, you know, people in Chicago. It's not that complicated, okay? And he went on Twitter and said, oh, it's very complicated. Um, uh, we fre- they frequently, local stations frequently say no to our booking request. It's very complicated for reasons that will probably bore you, network relationships, etc. But we regularly try anyway. That is unmitigated bs okay because i can tell you as a person who tries to book guests for their own show um it is very seldom 
that a local radio personality or a local television person will refuse to come on my show because they are limited um, by by some network. In other words, you know, um, I'm trying to think of the last time somebody used that as as a reason to not come on, and it, it was, I think it might have been Derek, at one point. When I first tried to um, book him for a TMZ segment, he said, oh, well, we can't do anything if you're not a Fox affiliate. And I said, that's ridiculous. I see Harvey on everything. You know, um, you need to check that out. You're the lawyer. You know, what do you mean? The network doesn't keep you hamstrung that way. And certainly not these local te television guys or these local newspaper guys. They love a chance to be on national television and get some press for their story. And yet, nope, you, you, this, is, this is how they get away with it. They just say, um, I, and so one of the guys who was online, they, they asked him, they asked this Rafer Weagle, would you have gone on the uh, Brian Stelter show or whatever, you know, so, what is his real news? What is the name of his show? Um, I have to admit, I, I don't, I don't even know when it's on, so I, I don't think I've ever watched it. Brian Stetler, Stelter. I don't even know how to pronounce his name. How about that? But um, I think he has a show called Reliable Sources. Is that the name of his show? That's his show on CNN, but I don't know if that's Yeah, his. I think that's his show. So the uh, Reliable Sources show never even bothered trying to book the reporter from Chicago and then went on and made up this whole convoluted lie about how, well, I can't go on, uh, you know, because uh, it's uh, not an affiliate. It's very complicated. Well, his station was not a Fox affiliate either and he went on and and that's the that's the question you know why do we let them get away with this stuff why do we assume that um a guy like brian stetler or a guy like chris cuomo for that matter or a gal like uh you know uh, rachel Maddow? why do we accept everything they say without ever uh, asking a, a follow-up question it was like watching that Smollett interview with Robin uh, Wright or whatever her name was her name Robin Roberts right she's on there throwing softball after softball and everybody's jumping out of their seats saying but ask but ask but ask and she never did and now she's saying well we went with the story as we knew it what do you mean as you knew it that's not what news is news is not going with the story as the uh, victim uh, outlines it when there's now serious doubt I mean, she's asking, well, how does it feel now that they're doubting you? It must feel terrible. You know, how, how do you sleep at night? I want to know how you sleep at night after you made up a story that could have started a race war in Chicago, maybe in the country. That's the question. How do you sleep at night? Um, Seth Mandel from the Washington Examiner. Um, this is a big, you know, story, obviously, even though I don't want to talk about it all, all the time. Um, Seth Mandel said, Jesse Smollett royalty messed up in what's beginning to look more like a cry for help than anything else. I don't see how sending him to prison accomplishes that. So I hope it doesn't reach that point. So, 
Ben Shapiro responded online, and I think this is, you know, how I feel about it. If you waste police time and taxpayer dollars on your self-centered attempt to stoke radical political tension and undercut the suffering of real hate crime victims in the process, you should go to jail. You know, the, not only that, but now they're saying that he was willing to testify against people if they got arrested, if he did indeed set this up himself, people who we knew were innocent. He was willing to testify. Think about that for a moment. If they arrested some guys who he knew were innocent and were going to send them to jail, he would have testified against them. Even if you're mentally ill, that's just mean. That's just wrong. There have to be consequences for this. Because it's not the only thing he's done. You know, now, of course, all the stories are coming out. He lied to police during a DUI in 2007. And there'll be more. There'll be more stories. And um, I'm sure he can afford very good counsel. He's hired a PR firm, so I know he's got uh, some, some cash socked away. Uh, although, really, when you think about what those brothers did for just $3,500, you know, they got embroiled in a huge um, potential racial war for 3500 bucks, and the promise of another 500 when they came back. First and foremost, what was with the other 500 He couldn't come up with four grand? I mean, or... or isn't it usually you get five five hundred up front and you get the thirty five hundred afterwards? This was unusual, like thirty five hundred up front, and then you get five hundred when you come back from Nigeria. I'm telling you, this guy has lied to authorities before. This guy thinks nothing about lying to the public. I mean, how would you feel if you were Robin Roberts, right? And you give this guy an opportunity to cry on your show, on your news news program, and and you basically tell the audience, like, this is a good guy. This is a great guy. We have to believe this guy. How do you feel now? You know, bro, you don't have to do this, as Cardi B would say. There's, there's nothing. There's no, this guy risked creating a situation where there could have been retaliatory attacks on guess who? Trump supporters. Not that that would matter to the media that misrepresented the story, right? That would have been okay with them. Yeah, so what? You know, beat up a couple of MAGA hat wearing kids. Good. Keep it up because, uh, you know, you're going to see more and more of these lawsuits. What are, what are the uh, MAGA hat wearing Christian kids sued for a quarter of a billion dollars? Or uh, Yeah, like $250 million suing the Washington Post, which, by the way, is owned by Jeff Bezos. Wouldn't that be a fascinating... Don't you want to see that go to trial? I'm sure they'll settle. But still, they they literally contributed to trying to ruin this kid's life forever, and he didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. I hope they go after every single celebrity that tweeted a condemnation. I hope they go after every news program that portrayed this as a uh, an anti-Native American act by some Catholic boys. I hope they I hope they prevail. 
in the case against the Washington Post. I hope they then um, bring out uh, all the other conspirators in what was about to happen. And in light of that just happening, you would have thought that people would have at least said when the whole Jesse Smollett thing came out, like maybe we ought to wait a couple of days and see what, you know, what, if anything, uh, the police find out. But no, it fit the narrative. Believe me, if I called um, our local affiliates here in Palm Beach and told them that when I went down to my car today, there was um, a graffiti scrawled in, uh, I don't know, pick your thing, tar, and then covered in feathers that said, we're sick of you, you spick. You think they would run with that story? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They would run with that story. And they wouldn't even ask me, ah, you know. Where was the car parked? Was there anyone in the parking lot? They wouldn't even ask any questions. they just run with it. Now, on the other hand, if I came down and said, look, I have this sticker in the back of my car that says, uh, the Joyce Kaufman Show, stay on the wall, honor our veterans, um, and they scratched up my car, they'd say, no, nah, we don't believe that. <laughs> because that really did happen. And no, they didn't believe it. That was the fastest minute in radio. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, um, it's so fascinating to me, really, when you look at some of the things that, you know, the Trump administration announced a campaign to decriminalize um, homosexuality. And I was online this morning looking to see what kind of reaction, you know, certainly for some people, um, this is bad news. And for some people, this is great news. But actually, it's all inverted right now. Um, everything is so cockeyed when it comes to this president. I mean, people who should be happy are looking for ways to not be happy about it. I mean, this is a global effort to end the criminalization of homosexuality with a new campaign that, by the way, is being spearheaded by the openly gay U.S. ambassador to Germany, Richard Grinnell. This was confirmed by NBC News. It begins with the it began actually with a dinner last night in Berlin where all these activists from across Europe, all these uh, LGBTQ, LMNOP activists were gathered. And what they wanted was to come up with a plan of action and to push for decriminalization in parts of the world where it's illegal to be gay. I, I mean, we're talking about a handful of nations in the Middle East and in Africa. Um, if you look at the research in last year, or no, actually two years ago, in 2017, research by the international lgbti uh, whatever all the letters found that same-sex relations were still illegal in 72 countries and punishable by death in eight countries the new campaign is supposed to be carried alongside of you know the united nations and the european union and the organization for security and cooperation ba 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 and while it's obviously something admirable. You don't want people punished for this, even in other countries. The the left and the LGBTQ community, QQQ community, couldn't wait to get in some digs at the president over it. Ah, oh, but look at all he's done. He withdrew the guidance of the 
that help public schools implement Title IX, under which discrimination on the basis of sex was illegal, which of course left transgender students unprotected. He nominated Judge Neil Gorsuch to the United States Supreme Court. Gorsuch, who wrote a dissent arguing against a ruling that required states to list same-sex parents on birth certificates. He, uh, the Justice and the Labor Departments canceled conference calls with LGBTQ organizations, which for years gave them a voice. And then on uh, the 26th of July, he announced on Twitter that transgendered individuals would not be allowed to serve in any capacity in the U.S. military. Oh, okay. I, I mean, really? Really, guys? Is that the best you got? In other words, you can't even be happy for a moment in the fact that he'd like to see that gay people aren't thrown off rooftops in the Middle East. That's not good enough. He's going to have to, uh, you know, compromise our military strength by uh, saying anybody at any time, whether they know what they are or who they are, anything else. Yeah, they pointed to this is great. This is really, you know, you, you just have to hold your head and try to keep it from exploding. They pointed to the fact that the wife of the vice president has recently returned to teaching, but she's teaching at a Christian school that opposes LGBTQ what? Opposes the lifestyle? Opposes um, giving them special rights? Uh, How is that the same as throwing gays off rooftops? It's not the same. And that's why, you know, in this era of political lies and all the bias that we now are quite sure exists in the media, people are turning more and more to independent sources. People are reading papers that are written in other countries, trying to find papers that seem somewhat balanced and covering a variety of viewpoints because it's just, we just don't trust them and believe them anymore within our own country. And that is, that is a, a cry and shame. We used to have a reputation for being the most honest media. Um, we covered stories that hurt our image because we wanted change to come. Now, our media acts kind of like, I don't know, like the Vatican. You just cover it up and move people around and don't tell anybody the truth. All right, let's take a break. Enjoy Friday night dinners at the American German Club. Doors open at 5 p.m. every Friday night of the year. Dinner, dessert, and coffee services are optional. Serve from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. only. There's a live band from 7 to 11 playing ballroom, standards, party music, and German traditional. Full bar with liquor and wine, including German and domestic beers on tap. $10 for admission and dinner is just $12. Visit AmericanGermanClub.org for more information. It just keeps getting worse and worse um, in this Smollett case. He's apparently going to speak now to the police because they were about to convene a grand jury and the brothers were going to testify. So apparently he has decided that he is going to speak to them. Probably a pretty good decision on his part because I think the one thing, um, the only 
position that they can take is that he was uh, crazy, crazy as a bed bug. He's, he's going to plead some kind of mental insanity. Um, headline that came out just a little while ago, it's not from a publication that I have a lot of confidence in, but it is one that I read, the Daily Star. Um, and uh, you, you, you know, sometimes you look at these stories and you think to yourself, could this, you know, could this possibly happen? FBI bills is plotting to keep DNA of the entire population of this country. Now, that sounds very, very... Uh, Conspiracy. That's like right off of InfoWars, right? And so my initial reaction is always to say, nah, I, I don't believe that. It can't be true. But I don't know. After watching Andy McCabe and everybody else, I, I, you know, the president signed the Rapid DNA Act into law, which means that the police can routinely take DNA samples from people who are arrested and not yet convicted of a crime. Uh, you know, that was signed last year. Actually, it was signed in the first part of his presidency. But it just comes into effect this year. And what it requires that uh, that a bunch of states connect to this rapid DNA uh, machines. They have to connect them to CODIS, which is the DNA database that the FBI controls. So now you have these portable machines about the same size as like a desktop printer are going to become routine, as routine as, you know, taking fingerprints. Kind of scary. Well, there's also more to this story that's not on that. Okay. Because family tree DNA admits to sharing genetic data with that. That I know. So then you tie that Ancestry in plus all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But th- this is, what happened to the innocent until proven guilty part of, uh, you know, our, our constitution? Well, we've been slowly becoming a police state since. All right, let's, for a while now. You see, when you say that, when you make that leap, it 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 the little conspiracy fear uh, flags start waving in my it's head. It's not like a crazy police state, but yeah, we have. What's some... the difference? Any police state is crazy to me. No, uh, I agree. Yeah, because you don't have you're not. Once you sign that away, you never get it back. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any unwinding from this, but. Uh, if you told me that you anybody who was convicted of a crime was going to get swabbed, I could, I could, uh, it would hurt, but I could make peace with that. But we're talking about swabbing people who have not been convicted of a crime, just people who may have been in the wrong place at the wrong time, may or may not have committed any crime. That's pretty scary. Well, I mean, they're getting it from Ancestry and these other places but too. So that's volunteer. how you get family. But you volunteer. But you didn't to volunteer give to give it to the FBI. You volunteered to give it to a company to go ahead and show your ancestry. You did not sign up for them to go ahead and share it with whoever. Well, I haven't signed up with them either because I'm fearful that, you know, your information could get in the wrong hands, whether it's your ancestry or it's your DNA or anything else. I think people are just too um, freewheeling with personal information. Uh, People give out their uh, credit card numbers and people do all this crazy stuff and then they go, oh, I can't believe my identity got stolen. Well, what did you think was going to happen? I sound like Snowden. I sound like Snowden? A little bit with metadata, yeah. Well... basically his premises on it. Well, and and look... um, I'm looking at a situation like this. Let's just give a, a perfect example. You're on a, um, 
when you anywhere you go, you basically shed DNA. You know that, right? Yeah, you have I mean, skin I cells could, or anything else. Of course. All right. So um, the reason we don't tolerate them collecting skin cells from a park bench where you were sitting is because it, it allows the police or, or FBI or anyone else to go on a fishing expedition, you know, anywhere else that they want to go. And that's that that is now up for grabs by by the police who could swab you just because you ran a red light yes well uh that's scary well, nobody not, contested it nobody said anything about it. it's too late well now. i think a lot of this stuff flies under the radar because we're busy looking at the shiny thing all we were listening to is russia collusion russia collusion russia collusion mm -hmm. that whole year and so the fact that the department of justice and the fbi were you know basically getting legislation passed and signed by the president no less um that people who weren't charged with crimes could have their dna put on file but also like or, or are in charge with major crimes let's say they had to have been arrested to have the swab but it doesn't have to be like a big crime it could be running uh you know it's not having if they want it they can get it anyway so it's, but, that's but basically they wouldn't be able to use it in court is what i'm saying now they can that's what I'm saying. Like, if right. they want it now, they can get it. They could... Listen, I... Say I've whatever. Seen, yeah, broken tailor, whatever, anything. I've seen enough, uh, you know, uh, S, uh, law and order SVUs to tell you that uh, when you're being questioned by the police, do not accept the soda, all right? You don't want to <laughs> put your lips up to the can because they will take that soda can and they will run a DNA sample on it. You know, they'll try to match it to the CODIS. That's... Yeah. And, and... But they cannot use that in court. They might now feel convicted that you're the right criminal um, and, and keep you locked up until they can get proof. But they can't go to court and say, hey, look, we matched his DNA. Well, where'd you get his DNA? Well, he, uh, you know, drank this Coca-Cola when he was being questioned and we ran it by the lab. I mean, that's amazing to me. Right? Oh, you know, my friend who just texted me, um, he's, he reminded me that... Uh, they were selling, he had a doctor reveal to him when he was doing some computer work in their office, you know, because now doctors have computers in the yeah. hands of every nurse, every uh, PA. Mm -hmm. They have a little computer and all your information is on this little computer. This lap, not even a laptop, this, you know, one of these yeah. uh, PDAs, uh, 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 iPad or, yeah, or any of those Android, tablets. right. So all your information is on there. And the doctor that he was contracting this with, it was a group of doctors, told him that they sell the information it doesn't surprise me at all to, to like insurance companies mm -hmm. to pharmaceutical companies so you know privacy is history it's history there's no privacy but that doesn't mean that we should relinquish our rights now you may be able to swab me when you um you know stop me for whatever i mean i mean it, i'm trying not to make it such a small traffic in yeah, in fortune that it's not realistic but let's say I pay parking tickets <laughs> or or you know um failure to pay your child support or something like that whatever you shouldn't be uh swabbed and then that being put into a database i mean that is really just beyond the pale because and, and everybody's gonna say well but if you never do anything wrong what's the difference you're not going to get caught I don't know that um, that anybody in in this dragnet that's surrounded 
President Trump. I don't know how wrong what they did is. It doesn't seem any more wrong than what Clinton aides were doing. I mean, apparently using, uh, you know, non-secure servers is okay if you're a Democrat, but it's not okay um, if you're a Republican to have a conversation in a bar in England. You know, so uh, the rules keep changing. And the idea that you could swab somebody, maybe even just because they're under suspicion, I mean, I'm still trying to figure out, and, and nobody's been able to answer this question for me. How is it that Paul Manafort has been held in, um, basically, in, in, in solitary confinement, and yet he has not been tried, and as far as I know, has not pled? He, no plea has been entered on his behalf. How does that work? So, in other words, if they suspect me of anything, they can throw me into solitary confinement before I have a trial? Before I have an opportunity to address the charges, that doesn't disturb you. Yeah, it does. I mean, younger me used to voice this out quite a bit, but now I'm just kind of used to it. Yes, and that's, that's what, what I think is. happens. That's I what think happens. slowly they take it away from you. First, you're outraged, and then people were warning people about this. I was one of them. I remember there was a few politicians, I believe, at the time that were warning people about this. Ron. Ron Paul was Ron one of them. Was that's probably why I support him so much about this stuff. And then yeah. his son a little bit later on. but Rand is also very big on that, you know, on, on uh, you better have warrants, you better go to the courts, yeah, you better do this. I agree and, with all of that. Yeah, well, I'm starting to agree with it myself. And I used to give the FBI the benefit of the doubt. But right. after watching Andy McCabe okay. and James Comey and everybody else, I don't believe anything they said. I'll go back to something that Barney Frank said. He makes it in that point, what he said earlier about how government operates. It gives you in small doses because they can't give you the whole shock in the beginning, more or less. Because right. if they would have told us this when they passed all this stuff beforehand, they would never pass. But no, if they I were going to give that. it to you in increments like that where you're just used to, okay, that's fine. Okay, you can take a little bit more. Okay, you can take a little bit more. Or you can take a little well, bit more. Well, it's like the frog. If you put the frog in a pot of cold water and then you light the uh, pilot light, he just swims around he's as absolute. it's getting warmer and warmer until he's boiled to death. Um, and that's basically what my government is doing to its own citizens. And that is unacceptable. And that is actually what's disturbing is that now I know that uh, apparently it doesn't disturb uh, President Trump all that much because he signed this. And, and in some aspects, I think both sides do it as political, like they did it politically with him. So I don't know how they would ever make it stick with Russia, which I've always said from the beginning, but I didn't think they were ever going to stop. Well, all I know is, you know, the FBI has put files together on all kinds of people. Um, and now uh, the, the, the fear for someone like me is that they're swabbing newborn babies without their parents' consent. That's scary. And um, that story's been out for quite some time. It wouldn't, be, it wouldn't surprise me if some agency was doing it as testing or they will, you know, they'll label it as something yeah. else. Well, no, all your health records are now public. Uh, they'll be like, they're genetic. available on the internet, pretty much. Yeah, but they'll, they'll say it as genetic testing for autism or whatever, and you'll never know what they were collecting on you. No. At that well, time. they don't even tell you it's for anything. They don't even tell you they did it. And now you have uh, little Logan running around, and I have all these little grandkids running around whose FBI's got DNA swabs on them or they're in some database and uh you know it's it's just scary boy i'll tell you i don't even know where to end you know where to land because there's so many more 
stories that we did not actually get to cover today. Bernie Sanders raising a million dollars in three hours. I mean, that's, that's record-breaking, right? Um, that's an encouraging start for him, although, gosh, just looking at him. You know, and, and, and all that money was collected. Think about this. Before California, you know, Californians were just getting up. It was like 10.30 Eastern time that he made the announcement. So most Californians, it was 7.30 in the morning. They weren't donating yet. Unbelievable. But we talk about these big amounts, these big dollar amounts, and it doesn't even sound big anymore. Like the lawyer for the Covington Catholic kids, $250 million lawsuit against the Washington Post. Think about that for a second. That's a quarter of a billion dollars. Now, I mean, obviously, um, Jeff Bezos is probably the only man on earth who can even, you know, lose that kind of money. And that's why you, you see, you're going to see more and more of this, people fighting back against their reputations being ruined, against efforts. Look, if the police in Chicago don't fight back against a, an apparent hoax, then you're basically encouraging other people to do the same thing. I don't care how big a celebrity and I don't care how mentally ill somebody is. When you do something that robs the taxpayer, that um, really compromises the effectiveness of any police department, because while they're busy chasing down uh, Jussie Smollett uh, perpetrators, which ended up being, uh, you know, in collusion with him, if you want the word collusion, here's the appropriate spot, huh? It's, you know, it, it's amazing to me that people are saying he shouldn't be punished. Of course he has to be punished. Of course, um, the, the two brothers, I know they're cooperating, so they probably cut a deal. But they have to be accountable for what they did. I love the way they said, we're not racist, we're not uh, homophobic, and we are Americans. You know, okay, well then you're going to have to face American justice one way or another. And now we have an LGBT, uh, you know, firestorm. First, the president signs a bill that I can't understand. And then um, the LGBT community is cutting ties with Martina Navratilova after she said that she doesn't believe transgendered athletes should be allowed to play against, you know, men against women or whatever the case may be. That seems like a logical extension of uh, fairness to me, but you wouldn't want to confuse them with facts, right? And unfortunately, a former NFL player, T.J. Cunningham, shot to death in a dispute over a parking spot. Now, think about that for a minute. We have become, become so numb that we would actually have a gun battle over a parking spot in front of our house with our neighbor. They agreed to settle things Sunday morning meeting in a parking lot at a high school. And when uh, Marcus Johnson arrived, he pulled out a gun and shot Cunningham three times, striking him in the head and the chest. He didn't even die till Monday. Lord, if somebody wants your parking spot, give it to them, please. Thank you for your time this time. Until next time, I'll be back tomorrow at 10, if it be his will and he delays his coming. What lies behind us and what lies ahead of us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. So wherever you are, just be yourself. Everybody else is taken.